I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, Milwaukee Bucks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Bucks and Six podcast. I'm Stephen Dorf, and alongside me is my co-host Hershey Winkleman. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Bucks and Six FFSN for more Bucks content. Oh boy, where do I begin? On today's episode, we are going to be talking about a gut-wrenching game four loss for the Milwaukee Bucks against the Miami Heat. We lost 119 to 114, and Hirsch, I know you watched this one tonight too. You were devastated. Tell me what you think, man. Dude, I was I was to the point where I almost didn't even want to record this one. I mean, dude, that I, I I've never been so disappointed in the Milwaukee Bucks. In my entire maybe 15-plus years of following this team as a diehard fan, I, I, I'm simply devastated. Like you said, gut-wrenching loss. Um, we had the lead the whole, literally the whole game. It felt like we were in control until the end when the Bucks literally go one for nine during an entire like three-minute stretch of the fourth quarter, and we can't score, and Jimmy Butler's dropping buckets. Like we talked about literally on the last podcast, how do we stop Jimmy Butler? And he goes off for fifty six. I mean, dude, what are dude? What are we doing? Yeah, man, Jimmy Butler was a was a problem. It was a he was an absolute problem. He had fifty six points. He he was getting whatever he wanted. He had twenty two points in the first quarter. He went nine for ten in the first quarter. And we did say on the last podcast, or I said on the last podcast at least, Drew Holiday. As great of a defender as he is, is only a point guard. Jimmy Butler is a small forward. Jimmy Butler is a lot bigger, and Jimmy Butler is clearly stronger. He was getting whatever he wanted in the low post. He was getting whatever he wanted in the mid-range. And now Jimmy Butler was hitting threes. So Jimmy Butler, at this point, I'm convinced is Michael Jordan's son. I mean, Jimmy, he was ridiculous. That was one of the best playoff performances I've personally seen. Hirsch. Well, I mean, what well, what else is there to say? Well, I mean, and you talk about, I mean, you and you're talking about Drew Holiday. I mean, his and his defensive capabilities. So let's 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 talk a little bit about Drew Holiday's offensive game tonight because what I noticed when I was watching the game is a lot of bricks. It felt like Drew Holiday was, you know, he decided he didn't want to be a basketball player anymore. He wanted to be a construction worker, and he just kind of put the hard hat on and just started, you know, building a house made out of bricks. Yeah, I mean, we had Dorf on sports on our last show, and Andy told us he was saying that what Drew How what Jimmy Butler was doing to Drew Holiday on defense is it was messing with him. And it, it was clear, I mean, the guy had 56 points on him. It, it was clearly getting to him. I mean, he's exhausted trying to trying to guard him. He he's his confidence level had to be absolutely at the lowest it could have been. I mean, he's known as a primary defender and he couldn't. He couldn't do anything to Jimmy. I mean, I think that also has a lot to do with, you know, Coach Budenholzer as well. And, I mean, like you said, on the last podcast, we had a 
a fantastic guest, Andy Dorr from Dorf on Sports. And he talked and he went on a long rant about how Coach Budenholzer is the most stubborn, one of the most stubborn coaches in the league who does not want to change whatever he's doing. And we've clearly seen throughout this series, like you just mentioned, Drew Holiday cannot guard Jimmy Butler. And what does Coach Budenholzer do this game? He puts Drew Holiday on Jimmy Butler. I think we need to have a serious talk about Coach Budenholzer and what do we do at head coach because I don't think either of us are very happy with him at this point. Again, we are only down 3-1 and the series isn't over, but historically it is not on our side that we're going to get out of this one. I'm very hopeful. I'm still praying that we can make it out of this alive. I mean, we still have Giannis, but the scariest thing about this is that we have Giannis Antetokounmpo and he dropped a triple-double tonight and was not the best player on the court. That is so concerning. Our best guy, I mean, he 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 didn't look hurt at all when he's out there. Yes, he was wincing a little bit here or every now and then, but he was playing like good old Giannis and he still was not the best player on the court. And what does that say about Jimmy Butler at this point? I mean, he he is something special. Again, no no disrespect to Drew Holiday, but he's just not big enough to guard him. And that brings me to my next point. Where was Jay Crowder? He didn't play. He was a DNP tonight. He didn't play a single minute. We needed Jay Crowder. I understand that his shots haven't been falling, but Jay Crowder is such a good defender, and he is someone that can guard Jimmy Butler. Surely because of that size, because of that strength, He's he's got he's got the he's got the experience. He's been to multiple finals, made it through deep playoff runs. Why did Jay Crowder not play tonight? Why did Bobby Portis only play 13 minutes? Yes, I get Brooke Lopez was phenomenal, but we are so much bigger than them. Why did we not take advantage of that the entire game? I completely agree. And I, I think a lot of that has to do again with Coach Bud being stubborn in the way that he wants his offense. And it's very clear. I mean, yeah, like you said. Bobby Portis playing 13 minutes in a in a game where I, I get it, Brooke Lopez is going off. But like you said, we could have had lineups with Giannis, Brooke, and Bobby all out on the court at the same time. And that's when For you sure. take, and that's when you take Drew Holiday off the court. That's when you take him off the court. Yeah, and nobody and and the other issue is that no none of our three-point shooters again were hitting their threes. Where, where was Pat Connington tonight? Where was Grayson Allen? I mean, Grayson Allen was two for five from three, but Joe Ingles had one shot tonight. I mean, he got into foul trouble early, but where was Joe Ingles? And Joe Ingles looked pretty good on defense tonight. Where was he? Where were these guys? Yeah, I mean, it it, it was just it was just utter utter poor performance. It felt literally to me like as I was watching the game, like Brooke and Giannis were literally trying to just carry the box to a win. And I mean, obviously, Chris Middleton was hitting his threes here and there, you know, but like it still wasn't like a great, like a fantastic game for Chris. All right. Yeah. Chris Middleton had two shots in the first half. I mean, they didn't let Middleton do anything in the first half. And then he goes four for 12 uh, to finish the game. I mean, Middleton, he was great in the first game, but been lackluster since. And I'm one of the biggest Chris Middleton advocates you'll ever see. But this is just unacceptable. We are supposed to be the best team in the NBA. And we are getting outplayed by an eight seed. I get that they have Eric Spolstra. I get that they have Jimmy Butler. But they are an eight seed, and we are the one seed in the NBA. We were the one seed in the NBA. Best record in the league, dude. Where is that? Where is that now? What is Mike Budenholzer thinking? When when we when the Heat went on that run in that last four-minute stretch, why didn't he call a timeout? Not once? A 
not a single until the heat took the lead when, when, when they brought it down to five points, when they brought it down to three points, why did he not call a timeout? What is Mike Budenholzer thinking? Dude, I thought when Jimmy Butler had that and one at the end to cut it down to, I think it was five. I Dude, I was like, how do you not call a timeout there? I literally was like, timeout, 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 and he doesn't call it. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like literally simple basketball. Like, dude, I used to coach my little sister's like sixth grade basketball team and like you know to call a timeout like when the momentum is swinging like that like it's just it's literally simple basketball and I that's why I'm saying I think we need to have a serious discussion about the coaching situation because this this keeps happening and coach Budenholzer keeps putting the box in a bad place I mean we clearly had control of that game and it was lost simply because of coaching mistakes in my opinion and people not being able to hit shots but you know what you do? You put in different players. If your players aren't hitting shots, you put in different players that can. You have a deep bench. The Bucks have one of the deepest teams in the league. And like yeah, you know, honestly, I, I agree with you. This was a coaching. This was a coaching error, is what this was. What this team did today, they they had 16 offensive rebounds, so they clearly hustled. They got to the free throw line, like I said in the last podcast, that Giannis helps us get to the line. He helped us get to the line a lot more. I mean, the team played their butts off tonight. Yes, they didn't hit their shots at the end of the game, but Mike Budenholzer has to be better. He's got to be better. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with some more box talk because it was a gut-wrenching game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome back to the Bucks and Six podcast. I'm Stephen Dorf and this is Hershey Winkleman. Hershey, being that we're down 3-1, it's it's very unlikely that we do make it out of this, being that it doesn't happen often. How how do you think that the Bucks can get out of this hole that they've dug themselves into? Well, I think it has to do with a number of different coaching decisions that I I simply personally don't think will be made. But if I was the coach, this is what I would do. Um, personally, I would run most of the offense through Giannis and Brooke Lopez like it was tonight. I would not let Drew Holiday shoot, shoot threes that are contested in any way. I would tell him to attack the basket and only shoot open shots. And then I would take Drew Holiday off of Jimmy Butler and I would put in a guy, like you said, like Jay Crowder, and hopefully Joe Ingles stops getting in foul trouble, and he can get on him, and we can get some size on him and not have Jimmy Butler drop 56 points and single-handedly take them to the finish line. That that, that would be my that would be my strategy going into these next three games, if the Bucs have any chance. And we're going to need heroic performances. We're going to need heroic performances. To get out of the first round 
against an eight seed. This is why I this is why I agree with one of my favorite pundits on TV, Nick Wright from first from first things first FS1. Um, he he, dude, he says that he thinks that the one seed in each conference should be able to choose their opponent, and I agree because this is ridiculous. The Bucks should not have gotten the Heat in the first round, and the fact that they did is just I I just think it's unfair. Yeah, it is an unfortunate matchup, but that just that's just how this stuff goes. And again, the Heat are very, very injured. There's no excuse that we should be losing this series. At this point, I mean, are, are we even confident that the Bucs would have beaten the Hawks with how we're playing? So I want to go back to your point, though, uh, on Drew Holiday. I think you're being a little hard on him. I, I think Drew Holiday definitely had an off night. There's, there's, no, there's no arguing that. But Drew Holiday is one of our best players. He's probably our second best, maybe third best offensive player. And we need him to take those, those big shots. Unfortunately, they just didn't fall tonight. And I think it's something to do with the fact that he is so tired and his confidence is just gone from guarding Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler has just been doing whatever he wants to him. So at the end of the day, we need other guys. We need to, and I'm not saying that just Jay Crowder should be on Jimmy Butler. We need to switch it up, throw different, different guys at him, different bodies at him, confuse him. That that's what we need to do. So Drew Holiday does should, in my opinion, should continue to you know keep putting up those shots. I agree that when his threes aren't falling, he should attack the paint because he is one of the stronger guards in the league and he can get those shots. So when his threes aren't falling, he should not hoist them up like he does. And I said this in the last episode. This team sometimes just seems to like panic, and again the ball movement slows down. It's just a lot of me, me dribble, right and. They'll just shoot a three. They'll chuck up a bad three or go for this or try and draw a foul. It's it's just we, this the team just needs to reset. They need they need to they need to get their their focus back. And I mean, we just need to come back with three straight wins. It's going to be tough, but getting a, a game five win at home would be a very very good start. I mean, it would, but how confident would you would you be even if the Bucs do win by, let's say, like 10 points in the next game? How confident would that really make you that we win the next one in Miami and then the next one in Milwaukee? Again, it's all about just taking it one game at a time at the end of the day. So any little win we can get, I'll take it. I'm sure the Bucs players will take it. So we, we just need to focus on this game five and how we can win at our own home stadium and push it to a game six. I think that's the biggest focus right now. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot to talk about uh, going into the next game between the team. I think they're going to need to make a lot of adjustments going into that neck, into that neck game or next game. I mean, a lot of adjustments. How much, how much pressure do you think is on coach bud at this point right now, after this game, do you think the players are upset with him? You know, do you think the front office is upset with his performance do you think he's going to change anything or do you think he's just going to continuously be so stubborn and put Drew Holiday back on Jimmy Butler in game five and we do the whole thing all over again? Obviously, I cannot speak for the players. I can't speak for the front office or any of that, but I can speak for myself and people around me. Bud needs to go. If we lose this series, he needs to go. I mean, at, at what point can you really defend this guy? I mean, he, he does well in the regular season and then we get to the playoffs. In the playoffs, teams throw something at us that we haven't seen, and we collapse. We're, we get we get uh, we exit earlier than we should have. The year we won the championship, 
we got bailed out by Giannis Antetokounmpo being having one of the greatest finals runs we've ever seen. So at the end of the day, Mike Budenholzer, he's got he's he's under a lot of pressure. That that that's what I'm gonna say. In my opinion, in my opinion, he is under a lot of pressure. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think we were talking about this before we started recording, but Nick Nurse from the Raptors, I think he's a good candidate for a replacement do, should the Bucs lose the series. I mean, I'm I'm not hoping the Bucs lose, obviously. I'm hoping the Bucs will make a crazy comeback. And, you know, we, we move on and we forget about this and we just chalk it up to Giannis being hurt for the free, for the first few games. But, I mean, if we do lose, there, there are some good options out there on the coaching market at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick Nurse is a cool guy. He's a really cool coach. I, I am going to try and stay positive here. I'm going to try and stay hopeful that we can, you know, make some history here, get a 3-1, uh, make a 3-1 comeback. I mean, hey, you never know. I mean, we've got... We've got Giannis Antetokounmpo, so at the end of the day, you never know. Anything can happen when you've got supposedly the best player on the court, and I still think Giannis Antetokounmpo will be the best player on the court going forward. I think that Jimmy Butler is phenomenal. We just need to make the right adjustments so that he's not dropping 56 points on us at the end of the day. That That's what we need to do. Would you like to see, would you like to see Giannis on Jimmy at all or no? Sure. I mean, maybe, like... Like every now and then, yeah. I, again, I, I said that I want to just throw different bodies at Jimmy. Just it, just confuse him a little bit. Don't give him the same guy every time. Different defensive styles might throw him off a little bit. So maybe have Giannis on him for a couple possessions, switch it up, give him give Drew uh, a couple possessions on Jimmy, then move J, uh, Jay Crowder on him for a little bit. You know, you never know. Just switch something up. Uh, Giannis, I saw him on him a couple times. He forced a miss, but Jimmy Butler also just got right by him couple times too. So, I mean, Jimmy Butler is a tough cover, especially in the playoffs, but we've got to figure something out to stop him. Maybe, maybe just blitz him, double team him. Just, just get the ball out of his hands, make the other guys do something because clearly they weren't tonight. It, it was all Jimmy Butler. I mean, one thing I did notice was that, you know, and at least in the first half, Duncan Robinson was deadly off of those, uh, like those flare screens at the top of the key. He would like come around them and they would do a handoff and he would just drill it. I saw it maybe three or four times. And I I've seen Duncan Robinson do that kind of stuff to us before in the past. And it, it kind of gave me like deja vu, like, oh no, like I really don't want to see a resurgence of Duncan Robinson again. Because he's been so dormant for the past two years. And like we don't want to see him all of a sudden against us in the playoffs start hitting his threes and start like really producing for them. And that that, that was honestly worrying for me. Yeah, no, Duncan Robinson for sure had it going in the first half. It seemed like they they did a much the box did a much better job of denying him that three point that uh you know cut come around the screen flare out three point shot. So I don't think that is necessarily our biggest worry I, right now. The number one thing on my mind is how are we going to stop Jimmy buckets, bro? How are we going to stop this guy? But is right a- now, he he looks like Michael Jordan out there. He literally looks like Michael Jordan out there. We we got to figure out something just to slow the guy down. But is there is there a chance that you just you know you say like, oh like you just you he can't continue this you know he can't continue at this at this pace at this like at this efficiency at this level like he's not that kind of guy, or 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 is he or is he in the playoffs does does it can he still continue to do this 
or is or do you think he's too tired? Do you think he's too banged up? Because I know I saw a lot of the time during the game, you know, he would be on the ground for extended periods just trying to catch his breath because he had the team legitimately on his back. Do you think he can literally backpack this team to win to the next series? I mean, I've been trying to deny it <clears throat> the past three games, and it, it's just gotten to the point where he just keeps on doing it. And I'm at the point where I, I, I just got to say he, he's he's unstoppable unless we, we change up what we're doing because putting Drew on an island with him is not working. It just does not work. So I, I, if, if we don't switch up what we're doing, I, I think it's going to keep happening. I, I think Jimmy Butler is going to continue to dominate because Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is a different animal. Are you expecting that change to happen or no? I have no idea what to expect. What I can say is I'm hoping for a change. I'm definitely hoping for it. All righty. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Bucks and Six podcast. Again, let's hope the Bucks can turn this series around. Make sure to like, like, subscribe, download, give us a rating or a comment, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bucks and Six FFSN. Next episode, we'll either recap a Bucks Game 5 victory or we'll be talking about what changes to the roster and the front office need to be made this offseason. I'm Hershey Winkleman, and he's Steven Dorff, and we both hope Mike Budenholzer is fired effective immediately.